everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cereal and Beer. That's right, it's time again. Um, so, us here in the Western world, we recently celebrated uh, Valentine's Day. Could you please remind us of when Japanese Valentine's Day is? Yeah, so uh, the Valentine's Day in J- Japan is same day. Uh, it's February 14th, and it's traditional, well, I, yeah, I guess tradition, uh, it's not a tradition, but I guess it's a new <laughs> tradition that, uh, that women give men uh, chocolate. And then on March 14th, it's called White Day, and uh, the men are supposed to give something back to the woman that gave them chocolate. Uh-huh. So, uh, did your wife and kids get you chocolate? Nope. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, that's it's, it's cold world, man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because like I, I've been on a diet, so uh, you know I I wouldn't eat it anyway. So and then so they know I, that, so that that's why. Yeah. Oh, how convenient! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My niece got me chocolate though so that was very nice of her yeah that's pretty good but then like you know <laughs> when March rolled around we were like guess what <laughs> nothing for any of you guys <laughs> yeah, probably uh, yeah I'm not I'm not a huge I'm I'm not a present giver that's just, mm. like I just I just don't do that uh, I don't know why like I like if I see something and I think oh man this person would like this then I'd like to think that I'd buy it for that person at that time and just say, hey, here you go. I saw this. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't like the pressure of, like, you have to buy something on this day. Like, that just seems kind of artificial. Yeah. It's, it will be economical. You wait till the day after where it all goes on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got you some cheaper chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> what I do for Halloween, man. One of my Reese's is like, yeah, right. I'm going to Target the day after Halloween. And bam. Talk mm. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's but, nothing wrong with flowers on, you know, February 15th, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You get better get more flowers. Like, here you go. It's two different roses. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, um. So, yeah. I think... But I kind of like that kind of structure, where it's like, okay, everyone knows what to do on this day, and then the next time, you know what to do, no surprises. <laughs> yeah, but like, I think a lot of people uh, are kind of critical about it. It's like, where it's making the, the girl go out on the limb, right? Mm. And then uh, the guy just like sits back and he's just like, yeah, yeah, look like all this chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, on on the other podcast, on Walk um, Walker AC Friends, we did talk about how awkward it is for Valentine's Day for children. But you have to give everybody a Valentine. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Right. Especially for boys. I'm like, here. Here's the most masculine Valentine I can give you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do yeah. think it's really sweet if somebody goes out and makes chocolate for you. That's pretty great. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, when you were here, you got some chocolate, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my exes gave me some homemade chocolate. That was just really touching. I really liked that. That was so special. Hmm. It's a little special memory. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know how to make chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, see, like, yeah, my, my kids, usually they, they make chocolate and stuff like that, so they actually, you know, go out and buy, or like, you know, buy chocolate, and then they melt it down and then make it into cakes and sweets or whatever, yeah, but th this year, yeah, we were kind of, we were kind of busy. Mm. Um, so, um, no, noting the subtlety of Asian culture... Is there, you know, there's like French chocolate and there's romantic chocolate. Is there like a clear delineation? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they they do have like uh, they have they also have what's called giri chocolate, and giri just means like a, an obligation. <laughs> so it's like I have to give this to you because you're my boss. <laughs> and, it's like so, 100 dark chocolate, so it's not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but like lately, I think it's been changing a lot. I think the culture uh, in Japan has been changing a lot. So, like now, like mostly girls just get chocolate for other girls, like their friends and stuff, and they're like, "Man, mm. I don't, don't want to give anything to any boys. Like, screw that." <laughs> and then they uh, buy chocolate true. for themselves, and like you know, like yeah. So it's it's not. Um, I would it, do that. It has been changing. Yeah, and now like the tradition of like the guinea chocolate and like you have to do your boss and stuff like that. That's going away too. Um, mm -hmm. So and it's actually interesting because I was talking to my my niece who's uh, who's young. She's twenty one, and so it's very interesting to talk to her because like you know she has the youth perspective. Um, mm -hmm. And so you know we were talking, and she said like what what used to happen in Japan was they would have these drinking parties like uh, that you would go to like uh, you've been to one probably right yeah. for your school oh, yeah so oh, like, yeah. all the co-workers they all go and you know the principal goes and you know, all these people you know and you all have like beers and whatever and um, yeah like so she was saying that like that's not so popular anymore and mm. that uh, there's uh, alcohol harassment is what she called it yeah and it's when you when you try to Tell someone to drink, like, oh, come on, come on, have a drink. Mm. Like, no, that's that's no good anymore. That's harassment. Uh, oh, like, hmm. so, <laughs> do old do older people get mad at younger people for not doing that? Yeah, I think they do because you know it's like, hey, this is like uh, this is what I grew up with. You know, people forced me to drink, and now I'm forcing you to drink. <laughs> They're for you. Yeah, like, because they got the short end of the stick, right? And I mean, I guess that that is the way for like the the modern, I guess, quote unquote, man is that you know, uh, like when you're a kid, you know, your your parents would beat you and stuff like that. <laughs> and so when you you figure when you're an adult, oh, I'm gonna beat my kids too. <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bigger now. <laughs> I have a little person I have to beat up on. But like, and, and now they say you can't. It's like, hey. <laughs> I was waiting for this. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> I endured all those beatings with the expectation that I would turn around and beat up my own kids. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, uh, that's that's uh, yeah, not not. Uh, it's kind of frowned on now, right? 
<laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I kind of... I I'm, I can get down with these changes, you know. People shouldn't have to drink like crazy just because. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, chocolate should be just for whoever or yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's decent, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's progress, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot less of the the rigid structure of. You know, like the the hierarchy of oh, I have to do this for the boss, or I have to you know bow down to them, and they tell me to drink, I have to drink, and you know, they, like yeah, they're they're trying to get away from that. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of harder for the older people, but you know I think they're starting to come around uh, to that as well. Right. So yeah, right. and like with, with a lot of people out there, it's just like well, they're gonna drink anyway. <laughs> Yep. What you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I do appreciate how, like, even I think in the U.S., um, a certain amount of like young people are also not really into drinking. I'm like, yeah, pretty good. The more I learn about drinking, I'm just like, face. The more encouraged I am to not drink. Like, holy mm. crap. Like. Yeah, it is kind of interesting, right? I mean, like. Yeah, like, because we grew up in that culture where everybody was drinking and partying and whatever. But I, I think younger people are not as into that. And it's kind of weird, too, because it's like, you're young. You're, you're supposed to be drinking. <laughs> you're supposed to go out and get drunk. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing, sober? <laughs> are you making rational decisions? <laughs> right. Look at you, no police record. You think you're better than me? <laughs> Yeah, you should be throwing up in an alley. Come on, what are you doing with your weekends? <laughs> what about a nerd? Nerd generation. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, the culture has been shifting a lot, so. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting to see where, where the young people take it from here. Right. It, I mean, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not resisting it. I, I'm just more interested. Because it's like, it doesn't have to be the way I had it. Like, I had it. Mm. And kind of just watching how things naturally change is interesting to me. Um, and speaking of cultural change, um, I want to talk about anime culture. Um, <laughs> as many people have noticed, anime is huge. It's a worldwide phenomenon. And to me, it's reached a crescendo. Um, I was just today. I saw a commercial for McDonald's and hmm. about some sort of weird anime promotion, and then the client Wick Donald. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Wick Donald's, <laughs> dude. I don't know. Um, I'm not high. <laughs> I dream. Um, you might want to YouTube it. I don't know. I'm very confused. <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have like anime shorts and stuff, and like I don't know some sort of promo. And I'm like, are we? I'm like, the first thing I can buy is just like, oh boy, this is gonna be McWeeaboo. It's great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, ah, uh, I I don't like anime. 
Um, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Dude, I, 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 for the most part, agree. It's like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, I, I think the culture around it is very, very low culture. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest of things. <laughs> mm, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you know, people are probably going to get mad, but like, like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not a fan. Like, I, I used to, I used to like anime, and I used to like manga and stuff like that, but I just outgrew it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is just, I, I get it, because like, okay, for example, I like Godzilla, so I'm like, okay, finally got around to watching the uh, Godzilla anime, um, uh, singular point, and it does fall into the weird anime trope of sci-fi where it's way too complex for its own good. Mm. Like, they're trying to explain the, the space-time continuum. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> just want to see Godzilla stop doing this to me. Mm. <laughs> it's a chore. <laughs> or, like, yeah. oh, some of it is pretty juvenile, like, harem anime. Which is like, oh boy, all these like really two dimensional women love this one really pathetic guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I used to like that stuff, um, but now it's just yeah, I, I'm not at that point in my life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, like I, I appreciate that you know that it, it that people can appreciate it. Because it used to be more of a closeted kind of thing, I think. Like, mm -hmm. if, if you liked anime, you couldn't really tell anybody. Um, oh, yeah. I felt, yeah. But now it's, it's right. more accepted, so. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's even like a, like a, um, like a new hip-hop song about Goku. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, interesting. Okay. Where's your Sailor Moon remix next? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, like, as a genre, it could be interesting. Like, I'm interested in watching the new Miyazaki movie, um, The Boy and the Heron, which I heard is pretty odd. But, like, all right, let's watch it. Uh, but not a fan of Miyazaki films. Oh, man. Oh, man. Real. <laughs> I'm going after everybody today. <laughs> oh, this, man. I'm going to... After this, I'm gonna defend the Star Wars prequels. Oh. <laughs> I will go no. there. I did like them. Oh. oh man, this turned out to be a real spicy episode. <laughs> All right, man. Tell me about why you don't watch like these zombie movies. Cause they're so boring. <laughs> man, they're so slow. Like nothing happens in them. There's like no. There's no conflict. Well, hmm. I guess that's not all of them. I guess, like, some of them have conflict. But, uh, like, Spirited Away, mm -hmm. well, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really like it. I mean, I, I could see how people could like it, and I could see how it was artistic, and I could see how it was, you know, what he was doing, like, symbolically and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I could appreciate it and how he was using the anime medium to to convey a message about the youth of Japan. Um, but, eh, it, it just wasn't for me, you know. I, mm. And, and 
Like, and his latest film as well is pretty like autobiographical, apparently. So mm. it, it takes a lot of things about his life and his experiences. Um, mm-hmm. and so, but like, I'm not interested in him, so I like. <laughs> so I don't really care about watching the anime about it. So. Yeah. Oh. It, well, I do think it it it's a type of storytelling that is out of fashion. I think that's part of why it's hard to accept because we're you know used to like so many quick cuts and mm-hmm. really like um, a lot of spectacle. Mm-hmm. And when it's slower paced, it's more like methodical. I think it's now we have, it's hard for us to accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, he will, like, he'll have, like, the, the camera will be on the stairs, and then the character will run up, and you'll hear the feet, the footsteps to go, dun, 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 you know? And then they'll, like, be shuffling through the room, and you'll just hear the sounds, and, like, the whole time it'll just be on the stairs. And then the character runs back down the stairs, you know, like, oh, and they got their, their pencil or whatever. It's like, and, and that will be, like, maybe a 15-second scene. Where you're just looking at the stairs and listening to sounds and like, ah, where's my pencil, mom? Ah, it's under the desk. You know, <laughs> and like, I don't know, like, like I, like it's just a different style. It, it is a very old, like, you know, where where there aren't as many cuts and like you said, it, it's a lot of long shots. And yeah, I mean, that's not uh, super popular nowadays, with especially with uh, you know the culture as it is now. <clears throat> But, like, when we think about these things, it, it kind of changes the perspective and, like, the whole theme and the feel of the movie. It almost feels like, um, like, what, if, like, we, you know, have a shot that's, you know, constantly upstairs, it does seem kind of more mindful that you're not caught up in the frenetic search for this and that and the action, where it's like you're, you're, you're taking a step away, which I think is interesting how these cinematic choices really do matter to how a film is experienced. You know, as like a kid, you may not be thinking of these things, you're wanting like constant movement and all this stuff, but I think when we are experiencing it, I think it's interesting that it brings a different flavor out of it all. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, it does. I guess it all depends on the intent <laughs> and whether, like, how effectively it, it does add contribute to the theme or, or, or the movie. So, but yeah. So, yeah, now that you've reached the subject, tell me about <laughs> the Star Wars prequel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably nothing important. But I do remember that, like, last time uh, we were talking about, like, oh, like, controversial, like, hot takes, I think it was, right? And I was like, <laughs> and I said that I was very basic and that I like, you know, a lot of mainstream stuff. But then I, like, afterwards I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I like the prequels. And nobody liked those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, like, I, I will say that I enjoyed the fight choreography of the prequels a lot. Yeah. You know? yeah, it was good. Right. I, I think the, the general story beats were good. Like, <clears throat> like the story that he was trying to tell of, you know, the downfall of the, the Jedi and you know, stuff like that. I, th- I thought that that was well done. And how he, like, uh, it was interesting because... Uh, I think it was in 
either the second one or the third one, um, like the emperor, uh, who wasn't revealed as the emperor at that time, he was just like, um, uh, like the Jedi's were fighting this one dude, like I think Count Dooku or somebody, and, and then mm-hmm. the emperor was just like, you have to kill him, you can't let him live, um, he's too dangerous, and uh, so, and uh, at that point, I guess Anakin, like, you know, kills him. And then uh, but he's like, oh, you know, that, that was wrong. Like, oh. And then later, uh, Mace Windu, like the Jedi, says the same thing when he's, like, attacking the Emperor. He's like, and, uh, you know, Anakin's like, oh, you know, we can't kill him. He's like, no, we have to kill him. He's, like, he's too dangerous to let live. Like, he says the exact same line. And so it's interesting that both, you know, the Jedi and the, you know, the dark side are using the same language, you know. And so at, it's at that point that, you know, Anakin's like, well, you know, I guess they're the same if they're just going to be, you know, <laughs> you know, and so he lops off, you know, Samuel Donald Jackson's arm and the rest of the history. But, you know, I, I think there are a lot of, like, things like that that were not appreciated uh, <laughs> because you know, of some of the other choices that George Lucas had made, like, uh, with his uh, failed character of um, ah. that Jamaican... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Jar Jar. Yeah, Jar Jar. <laughs> what is interesting is that the um, the actor who played Jar Jar is also the actor who's um, one of the Jedi's in in um, uh, the new series. One of the new series, he played uh, yeah. Ezra, yeah. and like people are mean to this guy. He yeah. was so bad. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, like they, they put him in because, like, people gave him a lot of crap for the, for the prequels. And, like, he was getting harassed, like, a lot then, so they're, like, yeah. You know what? People could just be awful. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> like, you hear, like, uh, like, like, the gaming community as well. Ugh. Like, video games, like, oh, people who play video games are the worst people on earth, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, gonna say. Like, they go onto these message boards and they, they start, like, you know, you know, saying all this stuff about the developers. It's like, jeez, man. <laughs> they're people, you know? They're, they're human beings. Like, just relax. <laughs> it's that toxic fandom mentality where they they feel so entitled, like, because they enjoy something, they put their heart and soul into it, and they get so mad that a company's trying to make money. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like, and then, um, I feel that if I ever want to start a conversation with anybody in their 20s, all I gotta do is, like, just say, what what games are you playing? And boom, conversation. I'm starting to feel that a girl that labels herself a gamer is, like, to be a red flag. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm. my whole thing is that video games are fun. They're, you know, they're really entertaining. But it, they take up so much time. Mm. Yeah. Like a time sink. And I'm like... Don't you just get, well, I don't know, don't you have other things to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like games, so, like, but I, I know what you mean. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I've been playing this, uh, uh, the Marvel uh, Midnight Suns. Uh, is it, yeah, it's it's a um, yeah, it's just a, a Marvel game where you could play as Spider Man, Wolverine, and all that stuff. And it's kind of like a turn based, um, like a tactical game, but it, it's at its base, it's a card game as well. So like you get like random cards, and then you know the cards have different abilities, and like this one. Spider Man jumps up and like, you know, shoots his webs or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know that, that's the the basic uh, game. But in between the battles, like you have to run around uh, the the area, and it has a crafting system. And I hate crafting. I just, <laughs> I, I hate crafting with a passion, man. Like, you have to run around the map and like pick flowers and stuff like that. Like, ah. <laughs> uh, that that is such a like I I hate that mechanic. Oh like, boy. Like and a lot of games have that right. Uh, like right. Uh, like Fallout like has it. Um, yep. And yeah. like you know Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah Zelda. Uh, yeah and like World of Warcraft and things like that where you just run around and then you have to you know pick up these items and then you can you know build a sword or whatever. And, uh-huh. Uh huh. It's it's just it's a horrible mechanic. <laughs> There's nothing fun about running around a map and picking flowers, you know, like picking stones or like mining <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's like ah, exactly. It's like a, like a glorified fetch quest, mm. and it is it is really interesting that you you mentioned that because that made me start, start thinking about like various trends, like like fads in gaming. Like remember when quick time events were like all the rage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They hated those so much. They're just like, get the shit out of the way. <laughs> or, or like, like a like card game. I'm just like, why? I don't want this to be a game. Yeah. But like, I, I felt like as long as it's not a thing where you had to do it, then fine. I can ignore it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the thing about this game. Like, was that you don't have to go around and grab all that stuff if you don't want to. And I think that that was a good move. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, not a lot of people like doing that kind of stuff. But some people <laughs> do. So I guess it's for them. But, um, like, I, I was watching a, a video recently about how they designed Mario and, like, the, the ingenuity of Mario. Mm. They are saying that, like, Mario games are, like, you know, just the regular side-scrolling or even 3D ones are, are really well-designed because... They have to be playable for, like, kids and people who have never played video games. And, but they also have to provide a challenge to people that are very good at video games. And so it's like, well, how do you create, uh, like, that kind of a game that could appeal both to, like, you know, young kids and adults or, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, and he outlines, like, oh, this is how they do it, like... Uh, there are these different risk and reward things where you could get a one-up, but it's very risky to get it. Or, you know, you have to get the star coins. Uh, you don't need the star coins to finish the game, but you can get them if you, if you want to be a completionist. And so he, he shows, like, and he said that they had designed the game so that you actually don't need to use any of, like, the special techniques to clear the map. Like, so you don't have to, like, wall jump, or you don't have to do, like, a double jump, or you don't have to do, like, anything like that in order to clear the map. Uh, because they wanted it to be able to, you know, to be more accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just, like, super good design. 
it really is. Because, um, you know, there are games of all kinds of people. But I think, I, I've said this in the past, I don't play games anymore, but, like, I don't like hard games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want, <laughs> I'm not a patient man. I my blood pressure can't take it. <laughs> like, you want yeah. me to play Dark Souls? That's bad for my health. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't want to waste my time. Like, and I guess playing video games are a waste of time, but, like, I don't want to waste my time by, like, losing. Right. Yeah, like yeah. 40 minutes and then you lose to the boss and like you have to start over it's like oh hell no <laughs> exactly because the last time that happened I was playing I think Persona 3 or 4 and I got the last boss and the fight was taking hours and they, the boss charged my one of my teammates and had heal and boom 100% health I'm like nope <laughs> I turned it off and never looked back <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got reminded of this because the, um, the, one of the uh, remakes of Persona came out. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe this episode of Hot Stay on Bear should be all hot day. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> what other controversial opinions do I have? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, kind of different topic but um i had yeah. a i had a ramen pizza <laughs> oh, a ramen pizza yes so, so um yeah it was a collaboration between pizza hut and uh tenkaipin which uh, uh is a japanese ramen chain here and it's uh-huh. the one with the very thick like gravy like uh broth mm. uh, I, I think we've been there before maybe Pro- probably yeah and so yeah, and so they they made a, a ramen pizza where it's it's a pizza, but there's ramen on it with ramen toppings on it, and mm-hmm. uh, but it's a pizza. So uh-huh. yeah, it, it was it was interesting. I mean, yeah, it was I uh, like it was not a tomato based uh, pizza, so I think that that helped. Uh, and so was it gravy based? <laughs> yeah, well, they they did. You could. You know, pour the gravy <laughs> stuff like on top of it, and so and that was okay. Um, and uh, but the noodles they weren't like it, it was baked, right? So you, they put the noodles on, and then they put cheese on top of that, and then they baked it. So the the noodles were like not like noodly. Uh, they they weren't like crispy, but they weren't like super noodly either. So it it was I, I don't know. It, um. It's kind of like uh, a Japanese food called modanyaki, uh, which is where you, it's like okonomiyaki, uh, uh-huh. but with like, with noodles on top. Hmm. But I mean, it's basically the same thing because okonomiyaki is just like batter, uh-huh. like, like almost like, uh, like pancake batter or just like re- regular like bread kind of stuff, right? And then yeah. you just put stuff on top of it and then, you know, you, you uh, put it on a hot plate. So it, it was kind of like that. Oh, it, uh, it, was, it was all right. Yeah, I've had the worst. <laughs> uh, I I eat it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that is. I wonder about that. Okay, I would try that. Mm. Let's see. Let's think of other insane combinations. Would you eat a ramen taco? <laughs> Hmm. 
Rothman Taco. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, oh, I, I would try it. Yeah. <laughs> I, would try it. I, I wouldn't expect much from it, but I would try it. Oh. Okay. Well, that, did you know, well, have you ever had uh, taco rice? Yes, yes, I have. Okay. What do you think of taco rice? I I kind of like it. At first, I was thinking taco as an octopus. I'm like, yeah, interesting, yeah. but no. But yeah, I, I thought it was pretty decent. How yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I like taco rice. So, so it's it's like the, the stuff you would put in a taco, but you put it on rice. So like, uh, you know, the, the hamburger or the ground beef uh, mm -hmm. and, and lettuce, tomato, cheese uh, on top of rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It, a lot of those things, things seem kind of weird to be having with rice, but it's actually like cheese and rice doesn't seem like it would be a very good combination. But I, you know, I don't mind cheese and rice. I could eat that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of cheese and rice. It's a little too close to Uncle Ben's, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't do like straight up like cheese rice. Like Velveeta. Yeah, no. Nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, not like that. Um, but like, but like uh, with curry, uh, like okay. curry and rice, and then you have cheese on that. Like that's pretty good. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Western and Eastern food combinations, would you? Okay. For those of you who don't know about takoyaki, it's basically fried octopus balls. Would you ever have takoyakis in spaghetti? Mmm. those meatballs. I think if it wasn't a tomato-based sauce, then I could consider it. Like a cream sauce? Mm, maybe like a like a. I don't know, olive oil? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Something olive light. Oil. Without a lot of flavor. Um, okay. Okay. That, that could be feasible. Right? Yeah, I, I think that would be okay. Maybe. Mm. Oh, and I, I would like to you know, clarify, because like when, when people talk about takoyaki, they say, oh, it's like an octopus ball. But it's not like the octopus's ball. We're, you're not eating testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people like just like you're, you're eating octopus balls. Like no, like no, it's not like that. <laughs> well, number one, I don't, I don't even hear of octopus have testicles. Yeah, before. Niners 
maybe that way people are talking about politics, but politics has much greater stakes, and mm. they get real invested in it. And I just feel like there's such a lack of empathy and um, perspective taking. Because um, I've been listening to new, like many theories off of um, Hidden Brain, talking about how to divide the extreme gap that we have in the political spectrum in America. And I think that's really vital. And it, I just run into people that, you know, I know, and just like, they'll just casually just throw something really incendiary. Like, why? Like, why would you do that? That's exhausting for me to have to hear that. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And so, like, I just... It, I don't know how it got this way, but I'm just not a fan. Like, because like, you know, me me jokingly, I'll I'll since I was raised in, in Massachusetts, I will you know make fun of like New York sports teams just for fun, but it's not like I really mean it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be like, I actually enjoy going to New York the times I've been there, so you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't see the talk of the political spectrum, you know? Yeah. I mean... Mm, yeah, I don't... I, I know what you mean. Uh, and I agree. Uh, but, you know, I, I think we, we did our fair share of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sure do. Oh, leaders. <laughs> Different. Um. <laughs> uh. But yeah, like, but uh, I, I do, I, I agree that I, like, I think I'm, I, I am kind of like over it now. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel the need to talk about Donald Trump every, every week. <laughs> like, I, I think we all saw what happened and, you know. And, right. And it is kind of like giving, giving the attention to somebody that wants it. Hmm. There's some people who want attention, no matter what kind of attention it is. Mm. Yeah, it's just like you know, the only way to win is not to play the game. Mm. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like there's there's a person that I, you know, a- agreed with politically and stuff, and like, but just looking at his Facebook posts now, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> take a break. <laughs> I don't have to get mad at every single thing, you know, like. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like, what else do you do? <laughs> Maybe check a video game that's just angry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another hot take is that uh, uh, I feel that America is such a hyper fearful society. Mm. It is so odd. Like it's also kind of like self. Selfly pessimistic, I feel. Like mm-hmm. people feel like, oh, I gotta protect myself with strangers that are out to get me. These invisible strangers. Or like, ah, oh, no, watch out for AI. They gotta get me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of news does peddle fear quite a lot. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I do think it. it yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's what, it's what people want. That's the thing. Like, people yeah. don't want to be like, today's a sunny day. Let's learn about the cloud. <laughs> 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 no, 
No, they want to hear about acid rains that'll burn your face off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's weird. It's just so odd. Um, I read this article that um, there's been a very sharp decline in um, violent crime as of very late since the spike in 2020. And it also stated that most people can't accept that. And it, was, it went into the details about how when people are experiencing like a danger, like something dangerous that happened to a friend of theirs or something in their own community, then they'll perceive the world to be more dangerous. And mm-hmm. that, you know, some parts of the country are more dangerous than others. And so people, you know, you really, you can't really convince people with, with numbers and stats directly. Mm-hmm. You can't just go on these numbers and change their minds. You can't. You gotta reach them on an emotional level and they acknowledge their, their thinking and their feelings and just explain to them, like, you know, is it possible? Like, you gotta lead them, lead them to, you know, their own realization. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think that there's just a lot of pessimism going on and I, th- I think there's a lot to be optimistic about because we are making, you know, huge advances advances in uh, medicine and, you know, people are living longer and, you know, there, there are a lot of good things that are going on, like, uh, in terms of, like, education, you know, how we educate people and stuff like that. Uh, like, kids now are way smarter than when we were kids, I think. Or maybe that's because I live here in Japan, I don't know. <laughs> like, the, the stuff my kids are doing is like, what is this? Like we can't do this now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it just seems that there's that they have so much more uh, information, uh, mm-hmm. and you know they're getting much higher quality information <laughs> than than we got when we were kids. Yeah, with our it was old ass textbooks. <laughs> yeah, like um, I was watching a video about well, why Common Core um, was successful. And one of the one of the talking points was about how the the parents couldn't understand it, mm. and so like, oh yeah, it doesn't work. But I'm like, is that just a commentary on parents and how dumb they got? Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, like uh, I think because I, I had seen it, uh, and it was about it was something simple about math or like something about like subtraction and like mm-hmm. how like you, if you wanted to do like thirteen minus eight, you do ten minus eight which is two, and then you'd ha- take the three and you'd add those together to make five, I think, was, was the way that it was being taught. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, dude, that's so confusing. You know, just do, you know, just do 13 minus eight is five. You know, just remember it. <laughs> like, you know, but that's actually how I do it. Like, that's how I do. That's how I'm, I'm like, that's how my mind was just used to doing math. I'd change everything to tens because yeah. it would just be easier, right? <laughs> Right. It, it, there's more than one way to do it. Yeah. And but like everybody was just like, oh, we can't have this. this is so super complicated. It's like, yeah, give it a try, man. <laughs> well, I know. And and I it also teaches um like problem solving and in a way critical thinking because that's a fun thing for people to say but not actually know what they're talking about. Like, oh, they need to teach critical thinking. But I'm like, do you know what that involves? <laughs> and then they're like, shut up. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> oh, and and a lot of times I do blame the adult. It's mm. not the children's fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A fun little talking point that I I hear a lot is like, oh, it's a, a participation, uh, you know, award. It's like, oh, these they 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 just they're so spoiled getting participation trophies. Mm. But then I ask them like, well, who's giving it to them? Yeah. Not them, not each other. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it. Yeah. Have your own game up, you know, like it's like you. I have a little bit, a lot of respect for people who really invest in themselves. Like they invest in their intellect or their understanding of the world or their own personal development. That mm. I think is like on a great path to have as a person. To fully mm. realize yourself. Mm. Uh, I mean, but it's easier to not. But I think there's a detriment to it. You mm. just become so unaware of the world and you kind of stop growing actively. You know, mm-hmm. like, I keep trying to invest myself into things and, like, I try to learn about things like personal finance or, like, how to dance, this mm-hmm. and that, because I'm like, well, it's like, I have the brain that can handle it, so let's try it out. Yeah. You know, exactly. So, right, and this critical thinking is an ongoing process, and mm-hmm. if you don't, don't continually develop this, this important skill in life, it's going to fade. Mm. So yeah, you know, people out there don't just tell people to teach it and you don't even really understand what it means. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, there was a a, a comic uh, that I read, and I I forgot the name of the comic, but the thing about it was that every panel ends with, uh, every comic ends with, oh no. <laughs> and so he sets up all these situations and then the last panel is like oh no <laughs> and so like in one one of them he's like uh, like he gives a compliment to someone so it, it's just like the word compliment and it's flying toward the other guy and then the other guy like ducks <laughs> and then he's like oh no <laughs> like so so it was like that and so like in that comic, one of them was like the politicians and like all the parents were like, you know what, we want to make the future better for our children. And everybody's like, yeah. And then in the next panel, the kids have it too easy. We need to make it more difficult for them. <laughs> <laughs> and all the kids are like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, so like, as you were saying with the participation trophies, like, I mean, like, like yeah, this, this is what we gave them. This is the world that we were trying to create for them and you know mm-hmm. if you don't like it well that's pretty much your fault <laughs> exactly about the kids like look what your betas do <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like i i do think that um and like even even as i was watching snoop dogg and like they're, they're asking him about you know the youth and he's like you know you can't get mad at the youth they're, they're like the way they are because we are the way that we were Mm-hmm. It's like, and the, they saw us growing up, and that's what they were, you know. And if if we have a problem with them, it's because we weren't teaching them properly, or we weren't, you know, setting a good example, or we weren't doing, you know, the things that we needed to be doing so that they could, you know, learn that stuff. And so he said, "Yeah, you can't get mad at the youth for that." I was like, "That's true. That's pretty deep, Snoop." <laughs> <laughs> right. 
then it, this is barely related, but it's also really strange for people to glamorize the 90s. Sure. So you, a lot of crazy bad shit happened in the 90s too, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a lot less tolerant time. Mm. There's a lot of violence and like the whole AIDS epidemic and the war in the Middle East. It's like, holy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, it was rough. Like, yeah, all, all the, all the R&B and rap was talking about getting AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go to the water AIDS songs. Like, it was so weird. I, for some reason, I overheard this video of this, like, woman claiming how kids are soft. He said, yeah, we had the Wu-Tang's head playing back in my day. I'm like, yes, white lady, you, you had the Wu-Tang plan, uh-huh, you, exactly, sure, <laughs> you were right there, <laughs> during the civil rights marches, weren't you, <laughs> yeah, just claiming shit that you had nothing to do with, Speaking of, <laughs> I guess, semi-racist stuff, <laughs> like, my, my kid, like, she was, like, she, she was, she was studying last night, and she was, like, she all of a sudden asked me, Dad, like, why, uh, like, she, she was trying to quiz me, she was, like, why do we use tongs to pick up bread? And I was like, because white people can't use chopsticks. <laughs> and she looked at me, she was like, no. It's like, what are you studying? Like, what, what, where is this coming from? And she's like, we're studying about like mechanics, like, you know, like physics and like, you know, like the, the mm. having the wider area, like makes it so, you know, like squish the bread and stuff like that. Uh, like, oh, I see. <laughs> okay. I thought it was social studies class. Yeah, yeah. It was about how the white man keeps, you know, on uh, colonizing our stuff, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so that happened. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I did hear this, um, another video about how, um, why teachers were, like, leaving the profession, and, um, one of them was like, it's about how we're disrespected. All these weirdos are talking about how we're indoctrinating children. How am I going to indoctrinate children when they won't even sit down? <laughs> like, good point. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Man, it's rough out there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like, uh, there's not a lot to think about in the world. Um, uh, there's this new movie by a black author, and he said something really interesting in the book. So it's about race relations, and it's a turn of the movie, and a quote from it, to paraphrase, is that, um, potential is what you see when things aren't good enough. And I'm like, huh. 
It is super judgy. Like, yeah, it is super judgy to see. Like, I see so much potential in you. When the real, like, the underlying message is like, you suck. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Right. That's so like it, like it made me really think about that when I think about the same thing. Somebody has potential. It's me saying like you're not up to the standard. It's like mm-hmm. a nice way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, know, you have the potential to be you know a a, a good looking person. <laughs> <laughs> to like accept things for the way they are. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's still got some value just because mm. uh, I mean, but it's like I've been thinking about the let's admit that the more the more um the more preferences that you have and the stronger that they are, the more unhappy you'll be. Because mm. like yeah. Yeah, like, you know, you're out to criticize the world and be mad that, you know, your ramen pizza is not hot enough. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'd rather just be, like, taking it for what it is and just, you know, accepting it. Mm -hmm. But I think we're also not taught that, like, it's one of those weird things where you the sentiment is there, but, like, people act the opposite like you should be grateful but buy all the shit too <laughs> yeah that's true uh, yeah like uh, when I when I watch when I like like my niece like you know watch her cartoons and such I'm like these are really nice life lessons but in reality they go out the window <laughs> yeah like, you know, it's okay to be an individual, unless, as long as it's the right kind of individual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nope, not that kind. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's like teamwork with everything done. But if you're a sociopath, you can step on those other people to get what you want. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it makes me sad to think, like, these really nice messages that just don't work out in reality. Hmm. Yeah. I I think. Uh, I I could see where some of the Republican criticism is valid, and where they're saying that you know a lot of things are becoming too preachy now. And I, I could I could kind of see the point in that. I was like, yeah, it does feel kind of preachy. Yeah. <laughs> but that does feel kind of, you know. And it's, I can see that too, but there's the ultimate irony that they cater to the religious right too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the preachy is the preachy. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's preachy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because I do see like a lot of cartoons and I... I appreciate that it's more thoughtfully made uh, than mm-hmm. the stuff that we uh, were experiencing, or you know, uh, true, you know, like Looney Tunes and stuff like that. 
like super racist. <laughs> <laughs> the smelly French <laughs> skunk. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Mexican rat. Jeez. That's really <laughs> fat. <laughs> But doesn't like the work. <laughs> yeah, like, <"Man." laughs> so yeah, like stuff now is much better than that. I take I take the new stuff any day. But yeah, I mean, I am worried that sometimes they are getting the message wrong. In that, like, yeah, you know, like oh, you know, teamwork, uh, teamwork always wins the day. But it's like, well, what about people that are not social or you know introverted? Like, how are they supposed to do teamwork, you know? And so, right. eh, and I don't know. It, it just seems that uh, it, it's a slippery slope, right? When you start making stuff that is supposed to be, like, super, like, heavy in meaning and stuff like that. It is, and, like, it's not because, like, you know, these shows, like, these shows aren't meant to for adults. You know, it's not talking about like teamwork is great unless you steal Facebook from the, the twins, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna be looking for number one. Mm. It's like, it is, to me, it's almost like too akin to the toxic fandom we talked about earlier. It's mm. like, how dare Blue Clues teach you these things? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, like on the flip side, I, there was this um, thing. Uh, oh, one of the other things that I, I like, the, that I super am closeted about, is that I like <laughs> the High School Musical, the musical, the series. There was this. Uh, is oh, that uh, thing. Yeah, it, it, it was totally for kids. I don't know why I like it, but, <laughs> 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 but I, I like. I don't know if I even can say I liked it, but I enjoyed some of it. But anyways. Like, uh, there were there were a lot of firsts, I guess. So there was like there was a a gay couple, and uh -huh. you know they had their gay duet and the gay kiss and all that stuff, and you know there there was you know there were characters that were bi and all that stuff, and and I, you know I guess they had gotten some, you know Disney had gotten criticism for being of too hard. woke, yeah, <laughs> and it's like this is supposed to be about theater kids. It's like, it would be weird if there were zero gay theater kids. Like, <laughs> that would be weird, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, let's think about it for a second. <laughs> Everybody knows musical is super masculine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I mean, you know, like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it like in that case they were trying to be super preachy. They were just you know trying to tell a story and having representation. Right. And you know right. I, like it wasn't it wasn't like representation just so we could say oh we have representation. It's just like uh -huh. it was supposed to be like regular students. That's what a regular student body looks like. They're all sorts of different uh -huh. people. So sure. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of like liking things that maybe aren't, I guess, marketed towards you, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I really enjoyed the um, Netflix, re I, I guess, um, I guess, 
Spencer some He-Man series. And like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is pretty fun. I liked it. And then I realized it's basically the YA version of He-Man. And I'm like, do I like YA stories? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went listen to like this um YA book about called Cinder about a future where um alien, you know moon like moon people are trying to you know fight the earth like earthlings and mm. the story about a, a girl rising up and she's kind of falling in love with the prince. I'm like, mm. this is pretty interesting. I kind of like it. I'm like, <laughs> it's a YA novel. I'm like, oh, okay, you're gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there is a place for that, you know, where it's just like simple and you don't have to like, you know, it, it, it's not like super like, oh, and then, you know, they had some dirty sex on the kitchen. I don't, you know, it's, it's nice to have something that's just like, yeah, this is a nice story and that, that's that, you know. Like, I, I, I understand and I appreciate that. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't gone into the world of fan fiction. <laughs> mm. Yeah, fan fiction is still... Uh, I'm still not breaching that. <laughs> <laughs> Until one day, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's unlicensed. <laughs> but speaking of fan fiction, like, I, I actually was debating this, and I was like, I'm not going to do this, because, you know, we, we talked about it. And it's talking about your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the rule. Yep. And, uh, and we said, yeah, we said that telling someone your dream is like <laughs> making them listen to poorly written fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and I am fully aware of that, and I'm still going to say it because I enjoyed it, and it's going to make me laugh, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's what's important, right? <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> so, I had this, I had this dream where I was like, I got hurt, and there, like, all these comedians came, and um, like Kevin Hart came with a duck, and he's like, oh man, I brought a duck for you, and I was like, why did you bring me a duck? <laughs> I said, why did you bring a duck? Like, where'd you get the duck? Like, why'd you get the duck? And he's like, nah, this is to help you. And I was like, oh, this is to help me, right? <laughs> and everyone was just like, yeah, you're, you're kind of crazy. Maybe you should go you know, talk to the doctor that, that gave you that advice. He's like, fine, I'll, I'll talk to them. So he's, he gets on the phone. And like in the meanwhile, like David Letterman comes up, and then he picks up the duck, and he, he like rams his finger up the duck's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, what are you doing, Dave? He's like, no, I heard this is what you're supposed to do, like, you know, to help out. And he's like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do to help out. And everybody's getting mad at, at you know, and then they're like, come on, Dave, like, you aren't supposed to do that to animals. And he's like, and he's like oh, that, you know, the duck doesn't seem to mind. And he's like, that's not the problem, Dave. <laughs> and, like, meanwhile, like, you know, upon all the commotion, uh, Kevin Hart turns around and he looks at me, he's like, hey, Dave, you get your finger out of that duck's bubble right now. <laughs> and then, like, you know, he said it kind of into the phone where he was talking to his doctor. And so, you know, he had to explain to the doctor what was going on. And then he's like, 
Dave, like the, the doctor is saying, did you need to get your finger out of that duck? <laughs> and so, and so, yeah, Dave's measurement is like, well, what does she know about ducks? <laughs> he's like, well, what do you know about ducks? <laughs> he's like, all right, fine. And so he, he takes his finger out, puts the duck on the ground, and the duck starts walking away. And somebody says, oh, look, now the duck's walking all funny. <laughs> He's like, the duck is just walking funny, the duck's walking like a duck. <laughs> and then I woke up. And so, like, I woke up laughing. And it was the weirdest, it was the funniest dream I've ever had. <laughs> it was just so bizarre. But I, oh. I liked it so much that, like, as soon as I woke up, it was, it was funny. So, like, I, I got out my voice recorder and I recorded it, <laughs> like, before I forgot uh, it. Because, uh, it was just so, yeah, so out there. But, oh, uh, boy. I yeah. also like the fact it was about you getting hurt, which turned into a duck controversy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so many good lines in there. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> what does she know about yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a really like alternative comedy sketch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only time I've woken up laughing is I had this dream that um, uh, that comedian David Cross was having explosive diarrhea. <laughs> I just thought it was super funny. I just woke up laughing. <laughs> so I think your dreams are a little more sophisticated than mine. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> We're pretty low now, but yeah. At least yours had real jokes in it. <laughs> oh man. Alright, well, uh, you know, speaking of low class, so this is my rant. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to kind of go into my rants now. Okay, okay. I think brushing your teeth uh, with the kitchen sink is low class. <laughs> that is low class. <laughs> right? Like, it just upsets me. Like, I, I've seen it somewhere, and I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta get your life together, man. <laughs> like, is, is there kitchen sink that are also their bathroom sink? No. No. It, it wasn't. Like, I, I think someone was using the bathroom so they're like oh well hold on let me get get my toothbrush out of there and i'll brush my teeth and i'll just use the kitchen sink i think it's one of those situations <laughs> oh um, yeah but like like just seeing the person <laughs> brush their teeth over the kitchen sink is like oh <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean was it an oral hygiene emergency <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> like, while I'm here. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't appreciate brushing your teeth over the kitchen sink. I think that's that's a no go. That is that is something you gotta go out of your way to do. Hmm. <laughs> oh jeez. 
I agree. <laughs> um, right, how about you? Do you have any have any rants or any other things? Yes. Um, I like to think of parking lots as the um, an area of delusion because everybody thinks they're invincible in a parking lot. <laughs> Fine to sleep. Let me explain. Like people do not pay any attention. And whether you're driving or walking in a parking lot. <laughs> they don't give a goddamn about what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. It's the perfect time to check out your TikTok. Walk around. Perfect time to do, you know, do a power turn around the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. That's true. If you walk in and drive like that, I'm like, oh, and I'm, I'm just like, why? I'm just expecting an insane accident to happen any given second. And so mm. far, it's never happened. But I'm like, it's a recipe for disaster all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess people are in, invincible in parking lots. <laughs> I guess somebody put the tea coat on. <laughs> It's a stressful place. Mm. Yeah, I agree. People do need to be more aware of what they're of, the, of their surroundings. Yes. <laughs> yup. They got a shout out. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I do have a shout out. Uh, it's it's kind of a more somber one, I guess. Mm. But so I don't know. Do you, would you want to go first, or or do you want to? Uh, lift up the attitude that. after it. <laughs> yeah, you can do the serious one first. Okay. All right, so uh, a couple weeks ago, um, my wife's grandmother had passed away, and she was 104 years old. And that's amazing. Like, 104 is, like, that's, that's nuts. Like, she had experienced both pandemics, the Spanish flu and corona. And, Damn. You know, yes, and everything in between, you know? Uh, and, you know, it's, it's really just, you know, amazing to think that somebody could see so much of the world, um, or see how much the world has changed, you know, uh, and, and just in that small span, but, um, yeah, so, uh, so she passed away, um, and, you know, it's, it's, you can't really say much about that, right? <laughs> I mean, <it's> <laughs> Like, you know, you can't get greedy, right? <laughs> like, oh, man, she had another couple, you know? Like, it's not like anyone's like, oh, man, I wish she had another five years where she could lay in that bed, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it, it, was, it was a good time. It was, and she, she seemed to be, you know, at peace with it as well. And, you know, everybody was around when she passed away as well, so. And, you know, we gave good service, a nice, you know, uh, send-off and all that stuff. And, you know... Her her children, uh, who are like her quote unquote children, who are like all all super old as well, because you know she was 104. You know they like you know they all gathered together as well, and you know we had a good time and just you know hung out and stuff. So that that was nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a good. Uh, well, I don't, don't want to say that someone dying is a good experience, but like uh, you know my my kids also went or. Uh, 
my my older daughter went to the the hospital and you know saw her like laying on the bed and just you know having a hard time breathing and just like like she was she almost looked like a mummy like like she was because she's old right I mean so she was right I'm just like you know just just breathing just like that kind of stuff and it's like ooh but you know it it was good for my kid well my my younger daughter also kind of saw a little bit but um you know to see uh you know that that's life and you know that that's the cycle and that, that everybody's going to eventually become like that or you know if you're lucky if you're lucky you're right. to become like that right you know mm-hmm. and so you know it it was good for for them and it was good for them to see uh you know somebody who had lived that long and you know that kind of sets the expectations for you like my mm-hmm. my grandparents uh set the expectations for for me about what old people are right and so like my my grandmother uh one of my grandmothers liked to travel a lot so she went to a lot of different countries and um when she was old she joined the bowling league my my other grandmother was also you know super active she'd go on super long walks like all out in the countryside and live by herself for like super long and uh you know like they they show you the way you know this is this is you know one way that you could get old and it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom it doesn't have to be just you know sitting in front of the t- tv all day i mean it could be but mm-hmm. uh you know and so i i think it was very it was very nice to be able to see you know all you know the the different stages of life and you know for for her at the end stages of her life that we got to be there with her and uh and hopefully she she appreciated that and you know and hopefully she was at peace and i'm pretty sure she was cuz like <laughs> that that's that's a long time to be a long time to be living uh i i think you know at that point you're just like yeah i, I think i'm ready <laughs> it's okay you know i can let go of this life stuff uh so you know so that was uh that was nice uh and it was it was very fortunate and uh that she got to live so long and it was it was nice because like when she passed away like she she wasn't my grandmother she's my wife's grandmother so you know i didn't you know I'm, i i almost sound cold and say like oh, i'm not i'm not super attached but like <laughs> but yeah was my grandmother <laughs> but you know like i didn't feel sadness as much as i felt like you know like gratefulness Um, like the the staff was super nice at the at the place that we had her in you know they'd called us and said you know we're coming close to the end you know everybody could come in uh my younger daughter had caught the flu so you know we're like uh we probably shouldn't take her and they're like you know we we don't care like you can you can bring her in um, <laughs> you know it's like what's going to happen what's going to happen yeah exactly she going to catch the flu now it's like it's not going to make a difference you know but like you know there are a lot of older other older people around you know so right you know they could have just said don't come cuz we don't want any of your germs in this hospital or, or you know but they're like no you know this is this is important so if she if she wants to come she could come and then we're just like ah no we don't want to get all the old people there sick so <laughs> right uh, but uh you know everybody was just super nice uh when we had the funeral uh you know we we weren't planning on telling people about it but uh you know there's a hearse parked down in front of our house so <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah like the neighbors were just like oh <laughs> <What's going on?" laughs> and so like so word kind of went down the street and everybody like like all of our neighbors came and you know the mayor came and oh yeah all all these people had come 
you know, uh, to pay their respects. And, like, not even, like, people that didn't even know her, but they knew us. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, mm-hmm. we want to be there for you. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that, that was, like, super nice. So, like, everybody was just, like, really, really nice about it. And Wow. Yeah, so it, it, was, it, was, it was a great, it was a good experience. Um, mm. And I couldn't really imagine a better way to, to go out like that. So, uh, you know, I, I think it was, I think it was nice. But, you know, I, I guess, you know, if it was your own parents, you'd obviously feel sad, or if it was your own grandmother, mm-hmm. you'd feel sad. But uh, from, from my perspective, it was, it was just a, a beautiful experience. So, mm. yeah, so my shout-out goes to, to her uh, for, you know, living 104 uh, years, because that's amazing. Pretty good. I like that. Taking, like, really nice perspective and, like, rather than focusing on the loss, being the support that the community um, gave your family. And I think that's really beautiful as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, my shout out <laughs> to be, I don't know, a little less serious. Mm. Is my shout out goes to people who know how to end conversations definitively. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this oh. friend. Uh, my, well, I was like Christian, I was not to admit it, but like every time we have a chat, it's always like, well, it's a good talking to you, bye. <laughs> like, That's great. <laughs> and there's a click, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Because like, of you guys out there, an unspoken part of Asian culture is like saying goodbye multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. That's why you see it's like hanging out in parking lots. <laughs> Drag it out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't like that. I don't like that half ass kind of like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I, I, it's, it's a quote that I have. And her name is Hannah. She's really, really nice. You know, I go up and say, what's up? We talk a little bit. She's like, okay, well, thanks for, you know, thanks for coming over and talking to me. I'll and it's just not the end. It's like, okay. like, oh, exactly. It's like, okay. <laughs> like an NPC with no more dialogue <laughs> options. <laughs> exactly. The end. <laughs> you know, they did it nicely, but it's just like, it's like, a period to stop. Like, bam, the end. I like that. That that is good. I I should I should aspire to that. (laughs) I know. But the problem is the the cultures we live in among people are like, oh dare they? No, so Mm. rude. Think it's my one. (laughs) One the only Oh man. (laughs) So it's like ah the subtlety of Asian culture. <laughs> uh, so that's a pro tip to you guys out there. Mm, I like that. That is good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, um, yeah, this podcast is done. <laughs> Click. <laughs> no outro. No nothing. No. <laughs> no thanks for listening. No nothing. <laughs> Just... <laughs> 
I had the courage, I would have done it, but yeah. <laughs> I can't. It's not in my nature. But it's so jarring because I've listened to podcasts when they do suddenly end. They're like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are there plugs or yet? Ending music? <laughs> All right. But, well, yeah, so for our outro, uh, yeah, you know, obviously, uh, we'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we'd also like to thank Adrian for hosting us uh, at uh, his. Uh, yeah, could you could you explain more about uh, the app and stuff? Yeah, so um, we are um, associated with the Walker Is Experience. I'm one of the co-hosts as well of that podcast, and so that's kind of like the flagship. And we have a new website, um, uh, WalkerAceTheExperience.com, and we have an app. So now you can listen to us on the go. I don't know, taking a dump, watching your dog. <laughs> 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 hmm. Yeah, good, good examples of, of, of places to listen to us at. <laughs> what I what I do. It's like, all right, NPR. So yeah, right. you can find our our past episodes there. Um, I guess you get like email say on hotmail dot com. One of these days we need to new, get a new email. Yeah, well, have to check it sometime and see if we <laughs> see if it's still open. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Like and subscribe upon our twenty platform platforms such as uh, Podbeam and Spotify. Um, leave comments on our Facebook pages where we usually post as well. Mm. And just uh, yeah. Yeah, and we are still on Podomatic as usual, like where we've always been. So you could always catch us there. So if you don't want to, I don't know, deal with newfangled uh, mm-hmm. applications and stuff, and uh, like iTunes or whatever, mm-hmm. then you don't have to, because uh, we are where we've always been. So, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. right. But oh there are God. more ways to enjoy us. So that's exactly. Right. Right. And so we, yeah, but. so. Yeah. <laughs> Another shout out to Adrian for for doing all of that. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, so keep listening, um, and um, thanks for listening to the February uh, episode of Thrill Bear. All right, we're done. <laughs>